0: Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this
1: is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. 89 new cases of coronavirus and two deaths have been reported in the Hualvar region on Saturday, November the 14th. There are 15 new cases in Pembrokeshire, which now has a total of 705, 10 in Caradigion, which now has 371, and 64 in Carmarthenshire, bringing in the county's total to 2,530. The Hewalvar area has now seen more than 3,600 cases. Wales now has a total of 64,881 cases, 933 of which were reported since Saturday. Wales saw 20 further deaths reported, bringing in the total to 2,191. The family of a woman who died when her motorcycle was involved in a collision on the North Pembrokeshire Road on Friday have issued a poignant tribute to her. 41-year-old Debbie Ann Rogers died following a collision on the 487 at Valindra Farhog on Friday, November the 13th. Officers responded to calls at around 3.50pm that a Yamaha motorbike and a Vauxhall Astra had been involved in a serious collision. Sadly, Debbie died at the scene. Debbie's family issued this poignant message to her fly high our beautiful independent traveller no passport required for this your final journey daughter sister auntie niece cousin and friend always planning her next trip forever loved Tawel orfuis a twenty-nine-year-old man's hopes of a locked-down look around temby were dashed when he was stopped by police Mohammed Al-Khani of Roger Beckway-Sketty, Swansea, was ordered to pay £239 in a fine, costs and surcharge by magistrates in Clenetaly on Thursday, November the 12th. He admitted breaching coronavirus regulations by being away from his home address without reasonable excuse by travelling to Tembi to have a look around before going home during the first lockdown on June the 7th. Al-Khani was not present in court, but the magistrates took his guilty plea to account when sentencing. Pupils in Whitland's Uskol Dufferin Taft School are being asked to self-isolate after a fellow pupil received a positive COVID-19 test. The call to self-isolate is for Year 8 pupils at the school. Headteacher Julian Kennedy said, I'd like to advise you of a potential positive coronavirus case affecting a pupil in Year 8. A pupil in Year 8 has received a positive test for COVID-19. However, that pupil has been advised to take a further test for confirmation. As a precaution, all pupils in Year 8 should self-isolate over the weekend and not attend school on Monday, November the 16th, maintaining self-isolation on that day. 27 Pembrokeshire beaches have been classed as excellent as, once again, beaches across Wales have achieved 100% compliance with high bathing water quality standards. Of the 105 beaches sampled by Natural Resources Wales, 84 in Wales achieved the highest classification of excellent, 14 good and 7 sufficient, meaning Wales has continued its trend of delivering high bathing water quality for the third year running. In the excellent category locally were Pendine, Amroth Central, Wiseman's Bridge, Coppet Hall, Saundersfoot, Temby North, Castle Beach, Temby, Temby South, Penali, Lidstep, Manabeer, Freshwater East, Barafundle, Broadhaven South, Freshwater West, West Angle, Sandy Haven, Dale, Marlow Sands, Little Haven, Broadhaven, Jewiston Haven, Newgale, Carvai, White Sands, Aberaithee, Abermour, and Poppet West, with Newport North and Haven, in the good category. A classification of excellent water quality is one of the main requirements for applying for a Blue Flag Award for 2021. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News, with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio.
0: Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
3: sugar
2: like a song.
4: Good morning. It's Sunday morning. It's the 15th of November and you are listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me, Sarah Miller. And a bit of a wild week on the uh, old weather front. Had some highs and lows, didn't it? But uh, anyway, we've made it through and I'll bring you more about the weather at the end of the show. Plus, I've got a couple of what's which is uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, somewhere to go, something to see and do. Uh, What have we got on the show this week? Well, headlining, of course, you probably picked up on it. There's been an All Wales Prevention Zone has been declared to protect poultry because we've had a couple of outbreaks within the UK, nothing yet in Wales of avian flu, but one was just across the border. And the FUW gives a cautious welcome to the UK's government decision to extend the Trade and Agricultural Commission role. And uh, just a, a warning note for everyone, just to make sure that you've done it, the application window for the BPS 2020 support scheme payment is closing soon, so I'll bring you some details on that. Plus, we'll have a round of the market prices coming from Whitland, and uh, we'll have, as I said, a good look at the weather and a roundup of what's on in and around this lovely county of Pembrokeshire. So, if you can, stay with me for the next hour or so. You are listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me. Travel. Farm and Country show. Now, as we said, an all Wales prevention zone has been declared. Now, this avian influenza prevention zone was introduced at 5 o'clock on the 11th of November, just gone, and that was announced by the Minister for Environment, Energy and Rural Affairs, and it was uh, issued because there have been recent confirmed cases in England. Now, over the last two weeks, there have been findings in England of the highly pathogenic avian influenza H5N8 in domestic and wild birds. Uh, a veterinary risk assessment for Great Britain shows that the risk level for disease in the wild birds is now high. The risk associated with direct and indirect transmission to poultry has also been increased to medium. Now, although there are currently no findings of avian influenza in Wales, as a precautionary measure in response to the increased risk level, an all Wales avian prevention zone will be introduced. And indeed, there were 13,000 uh, birds um, humanely just over the border in Frodsham so uh, it really is quite close. Now the Minister said as a precautionary measure in response to the increased risk level and to mitigate the risk of infection I'm declaring an all avian influenza prevention zone. Now although there are currently no findings of avian influenza in Wales this prevention zone and the requirement for enhanced biosecurity will help us manage the risk and spread of the infection. It is essential we take steps to protect our poultry industry, international trade and the wide economy economy in Wales. Our Chief Veterinary Officer Christine Glossop said we are acting quickly in response to the recent findings in England and continue to monitor the situation very carefully. All keepers of poultry and other captive birds will need to comply with the additional mandatory requirements of the zone. It is more important than ever that bird keepers ensure they are doing all they can to practice the very highest levels of biosecurity and remain vigilant for the signs of disease. Now to support individual keepers in their endeavours, the Welsh Government will be implementing a temporary suspension of bird gatherings across Wales, preventing the risk of virus spread amongst and between our domestic poultry and other captive birds. She said, goes on to say, I strongly continue to encourage all poultry keepers even those with fewer than 50 birds, to provide their details to the poultry register. This will ensure that they are contacted immediately in an avian disease outbreak, enabling them to protect their flock at the earliest opportunity and minimise the spread of infection. Avian influenza is a notifiable disease and any suspicion should be reported immediately to the Animal and Plant Health Agency. Uh, There's also further information on the Welsh Government uh, website. And just some of the things that we should be looking at. All keepers of poultry and captive birds, irrespective of how many birds are kept, are to take appropriate and practical steps, including ensuring that where the birds are kept, uh, remove wild food sources, taking steps to feed and water your birds in enclosed areas to discourage wild birds, minimizing movement of people in and out of bird enclosures, cleaning and disinfecting footwear of keeping areas where birds live and keep it clean and tidy and reducing any existing contamination by cleansing and disinfecting concrete areas and fencing off wet and boggy areas. And also obviously keepers with more than 500 birds are required to take extra biosecurity measures including restricting access to non-essential people, changing clothing and footwear before entering bird enclosures and cleaning and disinfecting vehicles so keep yourselves up to speed with biosecurity advice and uh, let's keep Pembroke safe the helping hand initiative on pure west radio supported by the port of milford haven
3: milford marina looks so much better when you're dining at the harbour master a friendly and relaxing atmosphere offering homemade food handcrafted cocktails and a refreshing wine list enjoy a light bite indulge in a juicy burger
0: I know where I'm going next. For finer fashion on your doorstep, stroll
3: in store at Milford Waterfront or visit the Facebook page.
0: The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio in association with the Port of Milford Haven.
1: How oh, Bob? Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387.
0: During lockdown, you might have been doing more exercise. Probably more eating. You've definitely been doing more listening.
2: raspberry truffle, pistachio strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes, from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. This is Pure West
3: Radio. I like where we are. When we drive in your car, I like where we are, here. Because our lips can touch, and our cheeks can brush. Our lips can touch. Yeah.
2: sleep next to me, I like where you sleep.
4: Has given a cautious welcome to the decision to extend the role of the Trade and Agricultural Commission and place it on a statutory footing, describing it as a welcome step towards addressing concerns over substandard food imports. Now the UK government uh, announced on the 1st of November that it had decided to extend the Commission past its previous fixed term and give it a more active role through a new legislative underpinning to be reviewed every three years. Now, under the new plans, the Commission will produce a report on the impact of animal welfare and agriculture of any free trade deal negotiated by the UK government after the end of the EU transition period, which will be laid in Parliament before the start of the 21 day scrutiny period under the terms of the Constitutional Reform and Governance Act. Stay with me on this one. Now, the Commission was originally set up in July 2020 to provide advice on trade policies the UK government should adopt to secure opportunities for UK farmers while ensuring that the sector remains competitive and that animal welfare and environmental standards in food production are not undermined, but was due to be disbanded at the end of this year. Now, the FU deputy, uh, Ian Rickman, said this change is certainly not the red line that farmers, environmentalists, animal rights campaigners and millions of members of the general public have lobbied to be introduced into the Agricultural Bill. However, it is a welcome step allowing better scrutiny of trade deals negotiated by the government in terms of their impact on animal welfare and agriculture. However, Mr Rickman said that the full wording of the Commission's new terms of reference and its legislative role would need to be seen before the Union could fully assess the degree to which the decision addresses major concerns. He goes on to say, we are faced with the possibility that trade deals negotiated by the UK government with other countries and trading blocs will allow food to be sold to UK consumers, which is currently illegal. A number of those negotiations are well underway, for example, with USA, New Zealand and Australia. That food could be produced to environmental, annual and social standards that are illegal in the UK. It remains to be seen whether the scope of the Commission's new role will extend to fully addressing these major concerns in terms of protecting our consumers and farmers from exposure to such produce. Mr Rickman said that concerns also exist in terms of degree of scrutiny afforded by the Constitutional Reform and Governance Act. The decision to extend the role of the Commission in such a way that complements the role of Parliament in scrutinising trade deals under the terms of the CRAG Act is welcome. But concerns remain in terms of the degree to which that Act genuinely allows Parliament to block a deal it believes goes against the nation's interest. We will therefore continue to lobby for what is in the interest of UK farmers and consumers and habitats and animal welfare around the globe. And I expect they will. They haven't quite to holding the government to account. UK, in the rain. Now the deadline is looming for the BPS support scheme applications and the FUW has been keen especially here in Pembrokeshire to remind everybody. Now those farmers who have submitted an application for the basic payment scheme via the single application form SAF 2020 are being reminded by the Farmers Union of Wales that time to apply for a BPS 2020 support scheme payment is running out with the application window closing on Friday the 27th of November. Now, the scheme will pay a loan of up to 90% of the business's anticipated BPS claim value from the 7th of December to successful applicants whose full BPS claim is not processed for payment by December the 1st. Now, as this is an opt-in scheme, farmers have to apply for the loans through their RPW online account. Now, the FUW Pembrokeshire CEO, Rebecca Foyle, said it is expected that the loan payments will be made during the week starting the 7th of December 2020 and all BPS loan payments will be made direct into farmers' bank accounts. The loan value paid to farmers will be a maximum of 90% of their estimated 2020 BPS payment, which will be based on the area declared for BPS on the SAF 2020 and the, on the number of payment entitlements held on the 15th of May 2020. She goes on to say, I would like to urge all eligible farmers to consider making an application before the deadline, as there will be no further opportunity to apply for a BPS loan after the 27th of November. She says, if you've got any questions about completing your BPS loan application, you can either contact RPW's customer contact sector or our local office. So good advice there from uh, Mrs. uh, Boyle on what to do, Rebecca Boyle on what to do about your support application. And uh, I would strongly suggest when my show is finished, get online. Welcome
1: to the VC Gallery, Bridge Street, Haverford West, a gallery that belongs to the community. You may have seen us on Bridge Street while out and about in town. On your first visit to the gallery, you'll find that instead of being devoted to the metropolitan art scene, we're devoted to you and your community. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 540 to the Patch update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year, here on Pure West Radio.
0: This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
4: Time of the show when we nip on down to Whitland Livestock Market and see how the sheep were doing. And uh, there were 48 of the standard lambs forward and they had an average price per kilogram of 201.7 pence per kilogram. Uh, then there were 103 medium lambs forward and they averaged 202.3 pence per kilogram. There were 44 of the heavy ones forward and they averaged 193.7 uh, pence per kilogram and 151 SQQ lambs forward, and they averaged 202.1 pence per forward. There were 54 cull forward, and they averaged 66 uh, pounds and 40 pence per head. Uh, There were some uh, beef and dairy forward. There were 20 dairy. They averaged 85.5 pence per kilogram. Uh, There were six beef. They averaged 103.3 pence per per kilogram and then there were 26 cull cows forward and they averaged 89.6 pence per kilogram and that just about wraps up your market prices for this week
2: some people call me the space cowboy yeah some call me the gangster of love some people call me Maurice. Here at home You're the cutest thing I ever did see Unlike some other
0: stations <laughs> I'm excited to get <laughs> We broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire This is Pure West Radio
4: to your pure west farm and country show with me Sarah Miller now this is the time of the show where we take a look at the weather and uh, yeah I really don't want to it doesn't look very nice for next week at all it looks as though we're going to be plagued with a series of rain quite strong winds uh, more rain a sunny interval about the middle of the week followed by more rain towards the end of the week so it's really really not looking brilliant for next week just a traditional mix of strong winds cloud rain spot of sunshine more rain, so uh, there we go. Um, I can't go wrong with a weather forecast like that, can I? I think I've just about hit every button going. Now, as I was saying earlier, we have got a bit of good news there because we've got a couple of ons at long last. Must be first time since we, when we went into lockdown, beginning of March and end of March. Sorry. Now, the All Wales Food and Farming Conference is going to be taking place virtually, and that's going over the period of time from November the 16th to the 19th. looking at all aspects of of food and farming as it says in the title and if you want to book some tickets you just need to visit wrffc.wales and uh, we'll have a look at that and see what what, what's been talked about. Now in December Clarbester Memorial Hall will be hosting an illuminated charity tractor run and this is going to be on December the 19th as I understand they usually have a craft fair, can't do it this year So they're going to be doing this instead which is a brilliant idea entry is 10 pound per tractor and the funds that are raised are going to local charities now a little closer next friday friday the 20th the friday market returns to the queen's hall where you can uh, peruse a number of stalls and again uh, a range of eclectic gifts to choose from and on saturday the 21st day after pig street at long last is returning to the queen's hall and this will be a totally festive Chris, uh, Christmas market. So we can all start thinking about Christmas shopping. You know, they might have taken away Halloween and bonfire night, but we're keeping our firm grip on Christmas for this year. So there we go. So that just about wraps up the show for me this week. Uh, nothing left for me to do except wish you a really, really safe farming week and uh, keep your waterproofs close by the looks of things. Oh, and, and your hat tied on. And uh, hopefully I will have your company again tonight. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.